This is the Busy Dog Podcast, where you get dog training tips from certified dog trainers. You want to live the best life with your pup. We want to help you do it. You don't just want to be a dog owner. You want to be your dog's best friend, to understand them, and to have a bond that not even a bunny could break. Hello, and welcome to the Busy Dog Podcast, where we build better communication, a better relationship, and a better dog. I'm Carrie Linhart, lead trainer at Busy Dog, and today's episode, we will be talking about the power of calmness. Specifically, I want to share with you four ways to start implementing calmness in your dog's life and in your life today. Because I don't know about you, but my heart rate definitely slows down and life is a little bit less stressful when my dog and everything else around me is calm. So first off, how do you know that your dog needs calmness in their life? Well, it can show in a lot of ways. Maybe your dog is anxious. Maybe they're overexcited all the time. Maybe they um, have trouble greeting or they bark a lot. Let's say they pant a lot, pace a lot. Maybe they're showing signs of being uncomfortable by scratching a lot, licking a lot. Maybe they yawn a lot in novelty situations. Maybe they hide during the day or get anxious when you leave. But two, like I said, barking. Barking doesn't necessarily have to be on occasion. It could be all day long out of boredom or maybe specifically when you go out on walks and you see other dogs and people. Maybe your dog is just on the edge of their bed all day long, giving you that look like, hey, what's next? What are we going to do now? Maybe they're obsessing over their toys and don't know how to take a break. I would definitely say all of these behaviors are, are signs that your dog needs more calmness in their life. And honestly, that's not even the start of it. There are so many examples or situations that would imply that our dogs need more calmness on a daily basis. And maybe you're that dog owner, or maybe you know someone who's that dog owner, and you're like, hey, I'd love to come over, but your dog's a little too crazy for me. And with that in mind, I'll just get right to it and start sharing with you the very first way we can start implementing calmness in our dog's lives on a daily basis. So, and it might seem obvious, but it's actually extremely helpful and can make a huge difference. It's training. Now, you might be thinking, well, my dog's already trained, so how does that help me? And the answer is, your dog's already trained, but are you still training with them on a daily basis? Because your dog is training on a daily basis, whether you're a part of it or not. And your dog, just like humans, will learn new things every single day. And it can be productive learning or it can be the type of learning that derails all of your training you've done in the past over time. So obviously I'm not saying this to you to scare you. I'm saying this because it's important to be intentional about what you're allowing your dog to learn when you're not present and there to train them. So just as an example, let's say you've done all of your basic obedience training. Your dog is awesome. They know exactly what what they're doing. And you're like, hey, they've got it. I'm good. I'm just going to go about life now with an awesome dog and I don't have to worry about anything. But then life goes on. You get busy. You don't take your 15 to 30 minutes a day regularly. You haven't made training your dog, part of your daily routine and habits. And they're home all day long looking for stuff to do because you're working um, and they're just waiting for you to get home. Or maybe you're working from home like many of us are now 
and they're waiting for you to engage with them. Let's say you give them something to do, like uh, maybe you give them a toy with some peanut butter in it to start off the day, and that is so, so awesome. That is a super cool thing to do for your dog. But three minutes go by, and now what? Because they essentially have a whole nother um, seven hours and 57 minutes or so to fill with that day. <laughs> and so they start to get bored. And a common example would be barking, right? They just bark, bark, bark out of the window at everything, at anything. And the next thing before you know it, they start barking on walks with you. And you're, you think, when did this start? They used to never do this. So even a trained dog deserves to continue training the same way you deserve continuous stimulation and challenge in your everyday life. So training should never... And for those of you who are new dog owners or just haven't taken the first step to start training with your dog and you're thinking, okay, it's time. Training with your dog is so much fun and it is so important and very, very rewarding and calmness should be promoted in their lives from day one of your training journey. So a solid foundation with basic obedience will be really helpful. Two, I think it's important to think of your dogs for what they really are, children. Your dog, no matter what age, um, has the same problem-solving skills um, and the problem-solving development as a two-and-a-half-year-old. So you don't have a dog, you're raising a dog. And since we want to raise our dogs to be calm, the second way we can reinforce calmness on a daily basis with our dogs is through calming activities. So training is obviously a calming activity. It's certainly a tiring activity as it gives them a lot of mental stimulation. But what about the passive learning and mental stimulation? Because obviously you can't be there 24-7 every moment of the day to ensure that your dog is learning productive hobbies. So things like bully sticks, puzzle balls, brain games, snuffle mats, these are all great ways to give your dog mental stimulation without necessarily needing to be present. And I recommend giving all of that to your dog kind of like like you know cycle it through the day but I also recommend getting it ready in the morning or or the night before for your dog so that way you feel prepared and you're not scrambling around like maybe you are working from home and you're like oh no I have a conference call in 30 seconds I need to give my dog something to make sure that they don't bark so I recommend getting that ready that morning or the night before and I'll tell you it really makes a difference so a family I work with and if they're listening, they definitely know who they are. But every night before they go to bed, they have been trying to prepare calming activities for their two dogs for the next day, which I absolutely love that they are, um, you know, that they're doing that for their dogs. And if I remember correctly, the mom, she told me that um, she, she woke up at like 2 a.m. because she realized she forgot to put the dog's Kongs in the freezer with peanut butter. And what she did, she, she got up, she filled the, the dog's Kongs, and she put them in the freezer. This is pet parent go goals, you guys. So I would definitely recommend cycling through the activities for your dogs throughout the day. And, um, you know, too, we will have another episode of a bunch of fun calming activities to give your dogs, so stay tuned for that. But yes, we definitely want to arm ourselves with 
calming hobbies and activities to give our dogs daily so that way we can really reinforce that calmness is a super awesome thing for them. Now the third way that we can maintain calmness for our dogs on a daily basis is probably something that's not talked about enough in the trainer world and that is rest. Rest is so important for our dog's overall temperament and trainability. Your puppy, if you have a puppy, should be getting 14 to 16 hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. Yes, you heard me correctly. And an adult dog should get 18 to 20 hours. Now, I know that's crazy. I agree with you. That's a lot of sleep. But we're talking about biological needs here. Your dog, no matter what age or breed they are, they just want to be a part of everything. Your dog is such a social creature, and sometimes, just like little babies or toddlers, they are so, so tired, but they just don't know what to do. They don't want to miss out. They, they don't want to allow themselves the rest that they need because they just want to be a part of your everyday life. And with this, we can see a lot of mouthing, we can see a lot of barking, we can see zooming around the house at random hours, whining because they're overtired, and you are your dog's advocate and their caretaker. Remember, you're raising a dog, you're not owning a dog. It's your job as a loving owner to make them rest, even if they don't think they need it. <laughs> Give them permission. So let's Let's use my dog as an example. She puts herself to bed now. She's five. She puts herself to bed around 8 p.m. every single night, sometimes 7.30, and she wakes up at 7.30 in the morning. So this is almost 12 hours of rest already in a 24-hour period. And, I mean, that's as an adult dog. So she needs about six to eight more hours of rest during the day. And I will tell you, she definitely gets it. Um, she does allow herself to rest. She loves she loves resting, but it takes time to get there. I, um, you know, don't feel bad for putting your dog in a crate. I think that it's so valuable to give your dog that permission to rest. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a crate. It could be a quiet, cozy room with no distractions for, you know, two to four hours of, of rest. And they will absolutely thank you for giving them the permission to do something that they've really needed, but they didn't know how to give it to themselves. And think about when you don't get enough rest. How do you feel during the day? I personally get really cranky. I have a headache. Why would it be any different for our dogs? You want your dog to feel good. You want them to be well rested. And doing so can really help them calm down a lot overall. Now, our fourth way you can implement calmness on a daily basis in your dog's life is rewarding calmness and staying calm yourself. So what I mean by this is that your dog already has the ability to be calm. They already have that behavior. All you need to do now is reinforce what's inside of them. Your dog already has that ability to be calm, but maybe it's just not one of their strong suits at the moment. The best thing you could do for your dog is that when you see them being calm, calmly reward them for doing so. Maybe that's 
calmly and slowly petting them or quietly and slowly placing a treat on their bed when they're on their resting by themselves. Or maybe it's calmly saying, hey, good job, right? And um, it's not responding to them when they aren't calm. Because tell me this, when you add fire to fire, what do you get? You get more fire. <laughs> it's not reacting to your dog when they're going crazy. It's rewarding them when they're not going crazy. Don't wait for your dog to start barking at the mailman. When they are calm, show them how much you love that behavior. And when they're going crazy and not displaying calmness, calmly show them that calmness wins. Don't mirror that craziness. Your dog being calm and you being calm and rewarding calmness goes a long, long way. So those are the four ways that you can start implementing calmness in your dog's life on a daily basis. Tell me this, how much better would your life be today if you started implementing this and practicing calmness with them on a daily basis? I promise that if you start implementing all of these things, and if not one of these things daily, you will see more calmness from your dog. And I bet you that if you know someone that has a dog that could use a little more calmness in their lives, they would love for you to share this episode with them. So we want to help them just as much as we've helped you today. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid to share our podcast if you think others could really use the help. That was episode two of the Busy Dog Podcast. As we go into this week, remember the four ways you can reinforce calmness and calm behaviors in your dog. That's training with your dog daily, giving them calming activities, giving them permission to rest, and most importantly, showing them that calmness wins and that being calm and rewarding them when they're calm is awesome. We can't wait to see you next week for another episode. And remember, a calm dog and a busy dog is a happy dog. at Busy Dog want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. For more awesome training tips, subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram for even more training tips and advice. Our social media handle is at Busy Dog Colorado. We also have a blog you can subscribe to, busydogcolorado.com slash blog. You want to have an amazing life with your dog. And we want to give you bunches of ways to make that happen.